Thank you for joining us. The Dacus Report is on the air to defend your religious freedom, your parental rights, and other civil liberties. And now, with the latest information, is your host, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. Welcome to the Dacus Report. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Uh, On today's show, we're going to talk about some major battles taking place uh, between the states, between the states and the uh, president of the United States. Uh, Attorney generals standing up to and challenging the president in his mandates, his controversial edicts that are coming out. Uh, dealing with mandating people to have vaccines that they may not agree with. They may have religious convictions against. We're going to talk about a governor of a major state trying uh, to to push and intimidate people of faith. Uh, This is going to be a very interesting day, and to help me talk about these and other case matters, we have with us here constitutional law attorney Michael Peffer, uh, who heads up the Southern California office for PJI, Pacific Justice Institute. Welcome, Michael. Thanks so much. Good to be here. Okay, so... uh, before we get into some of these lawsuits and legal issues, I just want to talk about what we saw happen with regards to the, the Emmys. Uh, yes. We see this COVID class kind of warfare thing taking place, of cult, you know, the COVID classes. And we're not talking about like in India where you have economic classes, you know, based on religion. Sure. And, but we're talking, though, about uh, the elite saying, uh, do what I say, not what I do. So, you know, we've seen, you know, Governor Gavin Newsom go out and in, in restaurants with lots of people not wearing a mask yeah. after ordering Californians to wear a mask. And then we saw the Emmys, these Hollywood elitists, hmm. you know, getting awards for their whatever. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, a lot of this stuff is garbage. But anyway, uh, getting awards. And we didn't see masks. They were packed in there. For the Emmy Awards, and I didn't see masks, and yet they're the ones going on TV commercials saying everyone should care about other people That's right. and wear masks. Yeah, it's this huge, grotesque double standard, and I'm fed up with this. Yeah, as am I. And the, the this whole notion that somebody else ought to be able to prescribe for me what I think is right in a given situation regarding my health is ridiculous, and it only leads to hypocrisy, like we see here from the left. And all of its representatives, like Hollywood, uh, politician class, all the left has no problem saying, you've got to do something and pointing the finger at at us, but not doing what they prescribe for us. Yeah, you know, even Dr. Fauci and and his cohorts, uh, you know, they've been caught, you know, with the media that come around, oh, Let's put on our mask. Yes. And then when they thought the media was, was the cameras right. were off, they take off their mask and they're huddling together, all talking That's together. Right. It, it's just a joke. It, really it is a world. Is. And it's using it's being used, unfortunately, as a pretext for discrimination, for oppression, for persecution, for purging of people of faith from their jobs. That's right. And we're going to talk more about that later on. That's right. We are. So we can, you know, people can know what they need to do because we right now are receiving countless numbers. Of people, thousands, thousands, and thousands and thousands across the United States yep. going to our website, seeking the help they need to know how do I claim lay claim to a religious exemption or you know health exemption? How do I uh, lay claim to keep my job um, and not lose it be- without having to be jabbed with something that violates my faith? This is yes. so we're actually helping people against these uh, liberal elitist COVID class 
uh, you know, individuals that we see uh, so articulated so well at the Emmys uh, yes, the other night. That's right. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I heard over the weekend, too, that uh, Dr. Fauci, he's being interviewed by a doctor. And this is actually on CNN. So their doctor said, you know, there's a lot of research on the issue of the, the how strong the immunity is from people who've already had COVID or sometimes called natural immunity as compared to the amount of immunity we get from the vaccine. And, and, and Fauci says, no, I just don't have anything to say about that. And I was amazed at that Stunning. hypocrisy. Again, it's like, wait a minute. Why not? You're the expert. You're supposed to be, oh, the king touch. I mean, it's it's all the information is all there now. It really is. It's 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 credible, multiple studies. That's right. Um the uh you know, one very credible study alone said people who have had COVID and have natural immunities have twenty-two times stronger yes. the immunity than those who've had the vaccine. Yes. Um other studies have said the same. Without question, those who've had COVID have clearly a much stronger immunity than those who are vaccinated. Absolutely. And yet it's those who are vaccinated who are trying to, the, the Fauci is trying to say, no, we want them to take the jab. We want them to have to have the drug. That's right. And the fact that Fauci has an economic interest in these, these pharmaceutical companies, I'm sure has nothing to do nothing. with it. Uh, come on. What yeah. Do you so this guy is a, is a sham artist yeah. and uh, we need to, to call him out. And that's what this show's about, getting the truth out there so that's people right. can have it. Now, um, the we heard about, the, the lawsuit, the decision that came down with regards to Fulton versus City of Philadelphia, where uh, the a, a, a Catholic uh, adoption agency you know, was told by Philadelphia, oh, you can't have your license to practice because uh, you adhere to your faith and have children adopted to moms and dads, you know, in a traditional family, according to your beliefs. They said, no, you can't do that. So you can't have any more adoptions. Supreme Court said, uh, not so fast. Yes. They need to accommodate. That's right. A unanimous, a rare unanimous decision at the United States Supreme Court on this uh, Fulton versus City of Philadelphia. And we had this Catholic Social Services uh, organization. They've been around for almost 200 years. They've been mm -hmm. and partnering with the city to help mothers who are running into these difficulties and ado adoption. And so... Um, so then they tried to put a stop to it. But unfortunately, that requirement that they must uh, adopt out to both heterosexual and homosexual, regardless of your religious beliefs, that violates mm -hmm. the U.S. Constitution, more specifically the Free Exercise Clause of the First Amendment. Yeah, it's, it was a great decision. Absolutely. And when a decision, decision like that comes out, you'd think that, other government entities that are similarly intolerant and, and bigoted and discriminatory and violating the Constitution mm -hmm. will say, okay, we got to mend our ways. We realize clearly this 9-0 decision shows we need to do what's right. But the state of New York is still continuing with a very similar policy. Absolutely. Uh, the good news is there's a Christian adoption agency who's decided to stand up to these big bullies. What, what's happening? Yeah, the, the New Hope Family Services uh, has uh, sued. Um, the attorney general is, is named here, the James. <clears throat> Her last name is James. Um, and, uh, and, and what there's, there's an ongoing litigation 
And it really is a matter that shouldn't be litigated. There is clear law now, a unanimous decision at the Supreme Court that says this is a violation of the First Amendment. And we're going to talk later about another First Amendment violation that we see coming out of New York and the new governor. Uh, but but here they are trying to stop this um, agency, this um, uh, family services uh, agency, Christian-based they're trying to stop them from being able to provide their services, notwithstanding the fact that their beliefs that they should favor heterosexual couples is based on sincerely held religious beliefs, not to mention the other factual and, and scientific issues that are at stake here, but for sure a religious faith, and they're fighting the, the state of New York for this. Yeah. Uh, I think they've got a great case yes. i think they have a really good shot at prevailing especially with what the supreme court has already come down with uh, i think this is a, a very a solid case um you know i want people out there to know that um if they are part of a, a christian adoption agency somewhere in a, in a state or a town and they're in a persecution and they have these kind of mandates saying oh no you have to adopt kids to couples that violate the word of god and your yeah. in your faith they should contact us absolutely we're willing to go to bat for them without charge all across the country we've already we have offices all across the united states yeah. miami to, D, to new york to uh, orange county california up to you know washington state and many places in between uh you know we just our latest one we opened i think it was in detroit michigan yes so amazing this is uh people need to contact us and we want to go to bat for anyone in a similar situation dealing with these kind of bullies uh, especially by blue blue cities or blue states yeah. uh, like New York. Uh, I know in the case, the, the case, case alleges, it says in part, quote, in currently ongoing litigation between New Hope and an agency of the state of New York, two federal courts have already found that efforts by the state to force New Hope to change its choice, to, to change this choice in violation of its religious beliefs, likely violate both New Hope's free speech rights and its free exercise rights, and the district court has already entered a preliminary injunction protecting New Hope's right and ability to continue to operate and speak in a matter consistent with its beliefs. Um, so I think they've got a great case. I do too. In fact, it's so interesting that the left has tr is trying new th a new way of dealing with issues like this. They don't care whether it's unconstitutional or law. They just do it and they force people to litigate it. Well, that's exactly what we'll, we're, we're happy to do that. We're happy to litigate it. We're happy to sue these government agencies who think they can run afoul of the United States Constitution with impunity. I think part of the reasoning for, do this, for doing this is they say to themselves, this is just a little nonprofit Christian adoption agency. Exactly. They don't have the hundreds of thousands of dollars that's going to be needed to to litigate this. That's right. We can just just wear them out. Right. Just you know they'll be forced to fold their cards. They don't have the the money for this heavy litigation. Yes. I mean, we're talking about the state of New York. That's right. Pounding them. Yes. And uh, and yet that's why Pacific Justice Institute. That's why we're here, so that yeah. no one has to worry about being pounded because they don't have the money, because we do all our work without charge. That's right. And I want people to know that. And so, that's why we do that, so that people can get defended, right? Yeah, otherwise, we could have if a, a huge chilling effect. If, if they get away with this kind of bullying tactics and the other side says, okay, well, we'll surrender, 
um, it can negate the whole, you know, a lot of the impact of that Supreme Court decision by people saying, yeah, yeah, technically the Supreme Court, you know, ruled in favor of our position, but all it takes is for, let's say, the, you know, the governor of, of Massachusetts or Illinois or, uh, or, or Michigan right. to, to pounce us. And what are we going to do? We, we can't, you know, take a case for the Supreme Court, you know, on, on a shoestring. That's so right. that's why we're here. And folks, if you're in that situation, you know, of someone in that situation, uh, you know, an employee being persecuted because of their faith uh, and, and the, the employer says, what are they going to do about it? Contact us. That's right. We've got the attorneys. We've got the offices. And I want to give a, a, a big thank you to those who, who do uh, partner in our work to make that amazing. possible. Amazing what God has done through them. Yeah, it is. It is amazing. It really is. Well, when we return, folks, we're going to talk uh, about uh, a, a governor of a major state trying similar bullying tactics, uh, as well as multiple attorney generals standing up in court to a very controversial thing recently done by President Biden when we return right after this. Pacific Justice Institute is here for you. Defending faith, family, and freedom all without charge. We're almost entirely supported by concerned individuals like you who believe in our work. We invite you to prayerfully consider joining our support team by making a one-time donation or becoming a monthly financial support partner. Visit our website at pji.org and join our team today. Welcome back. I'm Brad Dacus, president and founder of Pacific Justice Institute. Michael, we have seen hideous things in our public schools. The state of California has, um, has required for all grade levels, all the way down to kindergarten, to hear and be taught outrageous sexuality content and materials that are just unbelievable, unthinkable. We talk about that in our special video that we have prepared only for adults, yes. not even uh, college kids. I don't want even see college kids to watch this. Talking explicitly about what children are exposed to, and it's called sex ed, S-E-X-X-X ed. Yeah. Let parents decide. They can watch it straight from our website at pji.org. Uh, but there's something else that's come out. And when we see things come out, we like to, to call it out. I cannot believe this. This is a story dealing with uh, a school, a high school uh, in Akron, Ohio, or uh, the uh, suburbs of Akron, Ohio, Hudson, Ohio, where these kids are being taught how to write X-rated paper assignments. That's right. I, 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 I mean, I'd like to think we're exaggerating. We're not exaggerating here, are we? What's I, going on? I wish I could say we're exaggerating because we've talked about too many other things that we see that are abhorrent. So we got this book, it's called 642 Things to Write About. And it, of course, it's like other primers in the sense that, yeah, that's for a long time, that's how you teach writing. You say, here's a topic, write on that topic, and that improves your writing. But here, not to be content with simply writing about things that are, I don't know, historical, even political. Uh, instead, they're having these students write about garbage. And, and, and it is, according to the mayor, uh, Craig Schubert, he said, it has come to my attention that your educators are distribu distributing essentially what is child pornography in the classroom. 
kudos to this uh, Mayor uh, Craig Schubert for standing up to these folks and saying this is unacceptable. Yeah, this writing assignment, some of the ideas they have, they say they are referred to as prompts, including writing, quote, an X-rated Disney scenario, end quote, uh, writing a, quote, a sex scene you wouldn't show your mom, end quote, um, and writing, oh, this is really, this is terrible, uh, and writing a church sermon created by a beloved preacher caught in a sex scandal. Yeah. That's... That's what our taxpayer funds are, are doing in this school uh, in Hudson, Ohio, a city of 22,300 in the suburbs of Akron. Uh, if I was a parent, I would be outraged. I'd be screaming. I'd be yelling. Absolutely. And I would probably do what we're encouraging parents to do across America, pull their kids out of government schools. This is not isolated. This is kind of garbage we're seeing more and more. Uh, this was unfortunately this was detected. A lot of this stuff goes on, and parents don't even know about it, right. and they get away with it. So, uh, parents need to pull their kids out of public schools, and put them kids in either private schools, homeschool them, or start a church homeschool co-op right. at their church or their synagogue if That's they're right. Jewish That's right. uh, to provide a, a real protection against this kind of hideous, sick material uh, being pushed and promoted by the likes of the National Educator Association, the National Teachers Union. That's right. And this is just, there is no redeeming value to this. There are so many topics. There's far more than 642 things to write about, number one, without getting into pornography and having them write such degrading things as we we mentioned here. And, um, and, and this is something that it, what it calls for is it, we used to say, hey, make sure you know what's going on in the, in there. And we still hold to that. But I think you can almost bet that every uh, school district that at least in in blue areas that and are that are controlled by the union has this garbage in it. And it's filling people's minds. Is it really necessary for them to write an X rated Disney scenario? Is that really Mm -hmm. necessary for for young people? even this is high school, it's still unnecessary. They can have the time when they're adults to do ridiculous things. They don't need to be taught to do ridiculous things at a so-called uh, place of learning. Yeah, yeah. What the, yeah, it, it's very objectionable. I also want to f- focus again on the fact we're not talking about a school in California, Oregon, or Washington, That's right. uh, Illinois, New York, Massachusetts, or, or Vermont. We're talking about the state of Ohio. We're talking about a small town in the state of Ohio. That's right. And so this says this, this garbage is being pushed everywhere. Even that that curriculum that's being used in all the schools in California, that's being pushed in schools, in school districts throughout the Midwest. Um, and uh, because they, they, they think if we get it in the Midwest, then we can get it anywhere. That's so right. like Fort Worth. That's right. Their school district has adopted sick perverted garbage yes fort worth texas um and other school districts i i wouldn't uh, houston is awful uh, dallas is awful um to, to name a few Absolutely. so parents wherever they are they need to get off their 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 their, their sofa get to work and uh and and stand up to this material find out the information michael let's say parents ask for to look at all the curriculum Let's say they say, okay, I've got a kid in public school. And for whatever reason, 
I can't have my kid outside the public school for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, they have a right to look at all the curriculum materials, don't they? That's right. They can do a, uh, a FOIA request or a Public Records Act request. They can ask for this information. And we recently told our audience about uh, in Florida, our attorney in Florida, Alexander Bumbu, he actually brought litigation to force a school to meet the Public Records Act, to give the information that parents are entitled to. And they they delayed for weeks and weeks and weeks, but we're, we're, we're not going to be denied this. This is something that every parent is entitled to, and it needs to happen. And folks, it really needs to happen now. There's no time to waste if you must keep your kid in these universities, in these colleges or, or high schools or grade schools, for, for that matter. Then you need to know what's going on. Yeah, it's uh, it's very important. Alex uh, did a great job at our office in Miami. He prevailed yes. for those parents. That's right. Uh, and we need to let parents know that if they're out there. And they have pushed back and they're told, oh, you can't look at this. Yes. Or we're going to make it really difficult. So you, you can't you don't have the time or the ability to look at the curriculum materials. Right. Uh, they should contact us. We've got these offices now all across the country to go to bat for people like That's that. Right. Yep. And uh, there's there's uh, we also even have on our website a, a book called Reclaim Your School. In there it talks about parents rights. That's right. What parents can do as well as others to impact their school. We even have another other material about parents rights. And their, their rights to, for example, to file opt-out forms. We have customized opt-out forms for all 50 states. That's right. So we've got the resources. People should take, I hope they take advantage of it. Uh, this is horrific. We're calling it out. And if this school district doesn't back down, we're here yeah. uh, to go to bat for those parents uh, to, um, to tell them what their options are and to represent them accordingly. That's right. And, you know, people, as we are coming up to another election season, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, next year, people need to remember when they see school board members on a ballot, find out what they believe, because that's what's that's what's going to change this mm. is if parents finally say, I'm not just I'm just not going to check the box. I'm going to find out what these people that are running, what they believe about pornography in the classroom, which has become all too regular. Uh, and, and as we're going to talk about next, about, um, you know, making races to hate one another under the critical race theory type oh, of scenario. So so destructive. Yeah. You know, an easy way to find out uh, who to vote against is find out, just call the teachers union and say, yeah, I want to know what candidates you're endorsing for the school board. Yes, perfect. And, then, and then vote against them. That's vote right. vote, vote for a, alternative candidates. Exactly. It's easy. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, with a very, very rare few ex exceptions, <clears throat> they're generally ones you don't want to support. That's right. So, um, <clears throat> for good reasons. Okay. Uh, I understand that as far as uh, public schools go, we've seen some teachers recently be, being caught uh, pushing outrageous propaganda in the schools, yes. in their individual classroom. These are what individual teachers are doing. Sure. Not what the state's mandating or the school district or the school. Individual teachers in their zeal are doing. And we, you know, we heard about the, the teacher in Newport Beach who replaced the American flag with a, a rainbow uh, LGBTQ flag. Right having the kids recommending they, they pledge allegiance to the rainbow flag instead of the U.S. flag. 
sick, a sick woman. We talked about that. Right. Well, now I understand that there's a classroom in the, in the Los Angeles uh, Unified School District that has a lot of parents upset. What, what did this teacher do in this particular classroom? Yeah, it, it, it came to new to notice that uh, we had in, in a Los Angeles public high school, uh, it was decorated. That is, if you could call that decorated, uh, but uh, th there was hateful posters on there. For instance, using the F word, the police, and uh, using the F word, America, spelled with three Ks, KKK. And, and so a deliberate, and, and there was other slogans on this. I don't really want to give these slogans publicity, but there was other hateful slogans on these posters. Uh, but I think that tells you enough about the perspective that this teacher was trying to foment upon students at Alexander Hamilton High School. If this school district doesn't back down, we're here. Uh, to go to bat for those parents, uh, to, um, to tell them what their options are and to represent them accordingly. Pacific Justice Institute invites you to join in the fight to protect our religious liberties. Consider volunteering in one of our California offices or become an affiliate attorney. Visit our website to find out more, pji.org. And while you're there, subscribe to our Legal Insider to keep updated on all of our current cases. Pacific Justice Institute. Together, we can make a difference. So folks, there you have it. It's our God-given freedoms we're talking about. Now, let's choose to keep them. I'm Brian Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Let's continue the fight for your freedoms. Thank you for listening in today. To find out more about the Pacific Justice Institute or the Dacus Report, call 916-857-6900 or log on to pacificjustice.org.